Welcome to An Encouraged Heart. This is Cynthia, and thank you for joining me for Bible study. Currently, we are studying Jesus, listening for his voice. This study covers Mark chapter 7 through 13 and is a continuation of the previous study, Jesus experiencing his touch. And that study covers Mark chapters 1 through 6. If you are new to my podcast, I encourage you to go back and listen to not only the last Bible study, but several others that I hope will be a blessing to you. And just so you know, you can find the following Bible studies on my podcast. Living Victoriously in Difficult Times, Being a Disciple, Counting the Real Cost, Loving God and Others, The Heart of True Faith, and Jesus experiencing his touch. You can purchase any one of the Bible study workbooks by simply going online to Precept Ministries. The books are part of Precept's 40-minute Bible study series. I have included a link to their website in the description section of each episode. Also, you will notice as I read through the text, I will ask you to mark keywords and phrases. This method of Bible study allows us to carefully observe the text so that we can more effectively understand and interpret God's word. And now, please open your Bibles and join me in a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray that your word would continue to transform our hearts. I pray that your will is done today in the lives of every listener. Help each one of us, Lord, to truly embrace your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Before I begin looking at verses 9 through 13, I'd like to go back just for a minute to page 4 for those of you who have the workbook, and I want to read what is in the insight box. And the insight box for all new listeners is simply additional information that helps us understand the passages. It says here, scribes were skilled writers, often trained in the word of God and thus considered experts in the law in interpreting it. Known also as teachers of the law, many scribes were of the sect of the Pharisees. Pharisee means separated one. Their lives were devoted to the Torah, the first five books of the Bible written by Moses and often referred to as the law. Because of their devotion, they stress separation from the strong influence of the classical Greek culture. As the religious and often political leaders of the people, they assumed the responsibility for interpreting how the law was to be lived out in the culture of the times. In their thinking, obedience to the law was the way to God. Consequently, the Pharisees became teachers of a twofold law, the written law and oral tradition. The oral tradition was their interpretation of the written law. Let me repeat that. The oral tradition was their interpretation of the written law. Okay, and now let's look at Mark 7 verses 9 through 13. 
and I'm on page six for those who have the workbook. And it says here that we're going to mark all references to Jesus. We're going to also continue to mark them, the word them, Pharisees, scribes, and Jews with a capital P. And we're going to mark, mark once again the word tradition with a tall rectangular box. Okay, so again, we're looking at Mark chapter 7, verses 9 through 13. He was also saying to them, so mark he for Jesus and mark them, of course, for the scribes and Pharisees with a P. You are experts at setting aside the commandment of God in order to keep your tradition. So mark you with a P, of course, your as well. Mark that and the word tradition. For Moses said, honor your father and your mother, and and he who speaks evil of father or mother is to be put to death. But you say, so mark you, if a man says to his father or his mother, whatever I have that would help you is Corban, that is to say, given to God. So of course, in verse 11, we should have marked you with a capital P. The next verse, you no longer permit him to do anything for his father or his mother. So mark you, again referring to the scribes and Pharisees. And the last verse, thus invalidating the law of God by your tradition. So mark your, mark tradition, which you have handed down. So mark you as well. And you do many things such as that. And of course, mark you. Okay, so again, in that last verse, verse 13, you should have marked your tradition, you, and you again. Okay, and as always, I will reread the entire passage without interruption. He was also saying to them, you are experts at setting aside the commandment of God in order to keep your tradition. For Moses said, honor your father and your mother, and he who speaks evil a father or mother is to be put to death. But you say, if a man says to his father or his mother, whatever I have that would help you is Corbin, that is to say, given to God. You no longer permit him to do anything for his father or his mother, thus invalidating the law, invalidating the word of God, by your tradition, which you have handed down, and you do many things such as that. Okay? The first question says here, how did Jesus describe the Pharisees and scribes in verse 9? And again, verse 9 says, he was also saying to them, you are experts at setting aside the commandment of God in order to keep your tradition. So here, Jesus um, called them experts at sidestepping God's commands in order to hold on to their own tradition. So they were elevating their practices and teachings above the word of God. The next question in verses 10 and 11, Jesus contrasted the word of God, what Moses wrote with the tradition of the Pharisees. What did Moses say? Moses said to honor your father and mother, and anyone who speaks evil of father or mother must be put to death. 
And as we read in the inside box, the Pharisees clearly knew the teachings of Moses. They devoted their lives to the first books of the Bible, which were written by Moses. Okay. Moving on to the next question in verses 12 and 13. What did Jesus identify as the result of following their tradition? By following the Pharisees' traditions, they are not obeying God's command to honor father and mother. The person, therefore, is unable to do anything for his father or mother. The Pharisees are also handing down this tradition and many more. Therefore, as we just read, invalidating the word of God. Okay, moving on to the next question. It says here, so what is the lesson for us today? Um, I believe we must be obedient to the whole word of God and our opinions, our practices, our traditions cannot be held to a higher standard than God's word. And certainly these things um, should not contradict God's word. Okay, and the last question says, based on this exchange, should we assume all tradition is wrong? How could we answer that question from these words of Jesus? Okay, and it says, hint, look again at verse 9. So I'm going to reread verse 9. He was also saying to them, you are experts at setting aside the commandment of God in order to keep your tradition. So similar to my response to the previous question, traditions cannot come before the word of God nor be in opposition to God's commands. It is not about following legalistic traditions. Our focus is to be on knowing and obeying God's word and having a growing relationship with the Lord and being, of course, his disciple. So traditions in itself... um, do not have to be wrong. However, they cannot, once again, they cannot come before the word of God nor be in opposition to God's word. Okay. And we're going to continue um, looking at what um, Jesus says to the Pharisees and the scribes in the very next section. And in the next episode, we'll be looking at verses 14 through 23. I am going to conclude our study for today. I pray that today's lesson was a blessing to you. If so, I encourage you to share this Bible study with a friend. And if you would like to share your thoughts on today's verses, please leave a comment wherever you listen to An Encouraged Heart. For those of you who are new listeners, you can find An Encouraged Heart on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Spotify, and several other social media platforms. You can even ask Alexa to play an encouraged heart on Apple podcast. Take care. And I look forward to you joining me next time. God bless.